What's up, everybody, and welcome to the Sweat Local podcast brought to you by Movement Strength. My name's Isaac, and today I am here with Brooklyn Amaral. Brooklyn. Hello, hello. So, as promised, we said that we were going to come out with part two of our goal-setting little podcast, and that's what this one is today. So, before we get going, if you want to give this a quick pause, grab a pen, a piece of paper, um, there will be times during the podcast that we're going to ask you to pause, and that's just so you can actually work along with us. So, um, there'll be some reflection points, some different activities, uh, so don't be afraid to just pause the podcast or this might be one that you want to listen to on the, you know, on the car ride into work or at the gym, um, but you may need to re-listen to it again uh, to actually go through it and, um, yeah, write down all those points. So uh, without further ado, we're going to hop right into it. So Brooklyn, what, what's up? What are we doing? All right. So yeah, today's going to be uh, nice and interactive. Um so as I said, if you guys have pen and paper, you can get that ready. Um, we're just going to go through a bunch of stages and steps and thoughts uh, to help you guys plan your goals to give you some different things to think about to help you have an action plan and just really um, identify core values with your goals. Um, so yeah, I think it'll be a good activity for everyone to start this new year and um, just kind of get inspired and motivated and feel confident in moving forward that you have a plan to achieve whatever it is you want to achieve. Amazing. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I'll just give everyone a light overview of what it's going to look like, some things we're going to cover. Um, we're going to go over what is or what are your health and fitness goals, how, do you, how to identify and choose them, your why, which we kind of talked about last time on our quick little goal-setting session and how important that is and how to... Um, find your why and let that be your main driver um, because without that there is no action and your goals are normally short-lived if you don't have a why um, we're going to look at how you want to feel will accomplishing your goal get you to feel the way you want it to feel we're going to talk about how to make things a priority and how to make it a strong one and really implement it into your schedule and then we're going to talk about how to make it happen in the action plan Cool. And I think an important note too, um, just like if we think of when the time of this being released, although it is in January, this isn't necessarily just intend, intended for um, goals for your entire year. This is something that is meant for you to do, you know, a, a lot more than just yearly. You can do it weekly, monthly, daily. Mm -hmm. um, we're most likely going to be referring a lot of our clients to this podcast as well. So um, if you're listening to this in like August or July, because one of your coaches told you to, this is why we want to help you create solid goals. Yeah. And these are definitely things that can be done year round. And we'll talk about like weekly touch points, monthly touch points. Anytime a goal comes up, um, it'd be something good to refer back to cool. and work on. Love it. All right. Step one, um, identifying your values. So this is an activity you guys can do in the moment. You're going to think of two to three people that you most admire. They could be people that you know. Um, people that you inspire you on a daily basis that you see. They could be someone on TV, like Isaac, you're here for me. You know, one of my top three people that I most admire. And um, you're going to write down the names and the qualities that you value, that you value most in them. And these are going to be qualities that most likely um, resonate with you in the moment and things that you are possibly looking to achieve that you admire in someone else. So just kind of help you find values that... 
um, you want to focus on moving forward. Cool. From that list, you're going to circle the three three qualities that um, most resonate with you. And then from there, we're going to go into some reflection about those core values. So maybe they can pause this now yeah and, and yeah write so that this down. would be this would be one of those times where you can pause yeah. we were ta- we were debating if we should just play like elevator music or just like hum for you guys <laughs> like mm, you know? but that'd probably get a little no, bit annoying shut the podcast off yeah so feel free annoying. to pause the podcast uh brooks already mentioned it but this doesn't necessarily need to be people that you know um this can be famous people um if you go to movement strength maybe it's a coach here just anyone that you really look up to or admire Okay, perfect. So now that you've had a few minutes to go over it, we are going to continue. So Brooke. Okay. So um, you're going to identify three core values that you want to explore today for your goal setting. So the stuff that you've written down for the people that inspire you or motivate you, um, I want you to circle a few things that you want to focus on for yourself moving forward. Um, And then we're going to go into visualizing your best life. The three core values, I want you to write down your three core values in the realm of health and fitness are, so you're going to write three things, maybe something that you've written down from the person that inspires you sparks you to think of something else, but I want you to write down three core values and maybe they don't necessarily have to be health and fitness. Um, They could be related to anything in your life. So maybe it's, you know, finance or job or community or family or whatever it may be because anything that we're touching base on today doesn't necessarily have to be health fitness nutrition obviously this is our area and you know Mm -hmm. our main focus most of our days but they can be used towards anything so if you guys have other goals everything can work and play with this um this setup and structure cool Okay, so this next part is an activity for you guys. Um, Like we said, in visualizing your best life. So you're going to write or draw, if you want to draw, doodle, whatever it is, about your day in detail. So the best day for you, your ideal day, how you would love things to be if you could plan it perfectly. And to do that, I'm going to give you some questions to think about. How do you feel? What does your day look like? What are you grateful for? And what are you doing that benefits you? What are you doing or can you do to better yourself each day? Hashtag self-care. Because that is really important. Something that I always do when doing my to-do lists or weekly tasks. I think a lot of times we're so used to putting in things we have to do. Mm -hmm. Like deadlines and meetings and bills or whatever it is that has to be paid. And we forget to put in the stuff that is going to make us feel good. And the only way that stuff is going to get in is if we make time for it. So it's really important to make sure when you guys are doing your list, like I'll put stuff on my list, like, you know, clean the house. And for me, that is like cleansing to my mind. (laughs) So that is self-care for me. Like I cannot start my work unless things are clean and I'm like diffusing some oils or whatever it is. Like I need to feel good in my space to accomplish what I want to get done. So it could be... It doesn't have to be like going to the spa and getting an hour massage. It might be like, I don't know, five minutes of reading or mm-hmm. laying down with your eyes closed for two minutes, but just making sure that you're putting something in there that's going to kind of get you in the right headspace, make you feel calm and good to move forward with a perfect day. Cool. Love it. Okay. So step three, setting your priorities. So this activity what you're going to do is you're going to identify one to three areas of your 
health and wellness or whatever area it is that you're focusing on that are most important to you. So we'll talk in the area of health and wellness. So example, sleep, movement, nutrition, and establishing this now will help you focus your energy and support you in having a greater impact. So this is where you're going to get down to detail. So instead of saying like, oh, I want to be healthier this year. I want to lose weight this year. I want to improve my wellness. This is where we need to break it down because something like that is so general. And if we don't have specifics to tackle and focus on, it's can be too overwhelming, can seem too much. And there is so much in the realm of health and wellness. Like what exactly is it that you want to focus on? So pick three things or one, whatever is appropriate to you and jot those down. So would this be, um, would they be going in depth with each of these things like movement three to four times? Nope. Right now it's just kind of figuring the areas that you want to focus on. I'm jumping the gun. Jumping the gun. Okay. Slow down there, Isaac. Okay. So once again, this is going to be a time where you're going to pause the podcast and write the, let's say one to three areas of your health and wellness that are most important to you, or you would like to be more important to you. Okay. And we're back and we realize there's so many of these beautiful little quotes that we need to be (laughs) dropping. It wouldn't be a, a, a Brooke pro a Brooke podcast without it. So Here's one to think about going into uh, step four, which is more about writing down your goal. And that is a dream written down with a date becomes a goal. A goal broken down into steps becomes a plan and a plan backed by action becomes reality. So I'm sure you'll be able to find this on www.brooksbumperstickers.com <laughs> along with her thousands printed. of others. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> Cool. All right. So Brooke, what is step four? Step four is writing a goal. So there are different types of goals. Um, But first, we'll just talk about exactly what a goal is. It is a statement of intent, a declaration of something you want in the future. Two of the most common types of goals are achievement goals and continuous goals. So an achievement goal is something that's going to have a distinct endpoint. So I will be a yoga teacher next June, or I will do the CrossFit Open next year, or I will hike this mountain in one hour next summer. So specific deadline dates. And then there are continuous goals that are going to be ongoing activities or behaviors. So something like you're going to drink a glass of lemon water every morning, or I'm going to move my body each day or 10 minutes of reading at the end of every day or each night before bed. So those are going to be the two different kind of goals Hmm. that you can have. Sorry, I'm just having an aha moment. Mm -hmm, That's good. I saw that. Yeah, I like it. Okay. And now we're going to talk about... um, writing down your goals. So the way you write a goal can help set you up for success. And it's vital that you have a clearly defined focus and that you phrase it in a way that encourages you to um, actively participate in your plan to achieve your goals. So reach. Your goal should stretch you in a good way with effort and commitment. So if it's scary, that's good, right? Like Mm -hmm. sometimes people think of goals too big, but it makes it more exciting. Yeah. Like if, if, so for me, one of my goals is like, I know I need to eat more vegetables, so I don't want it to just be like eat one single baby carrot per day. Yeah. Or just have it in your breakfast. I mean, it's all relative, right? Like for you, you need to push it, be, have something that you're really going to have to work for. Like, you know, you can eat a baby carrot every day if you want to. And even though that would be more, it's still too easy for you. Cool. Right. All right, next up, define. So write your goal using definitive language and enough detail that you know what success looks like. You need to know that you can um, tick off and celebrate. So small steps, 
you need to be clear in what you need to accomplish. So using I will to start your goal expresses a strong intention using the future with determination and drive. Next up is time. If you have an achievement goal, set a date to have it completed and make sure you celebrate when you're done and along the way. And I think that's a really important point Mm -hmm. because if someone has a goal that, you know, they want to achieve by September, if you don't have small things to celebrate throughout the way, you're going to get lost, you're going to forget and it's probably not going to happen. And and anything, I think you need to choose what you, um, how you're going to celebrate. So opposed to just waiting for them to come up, like set that big goal and then have small things, whether it be like at the end of the month or every two weeks or maybe you're, you know, you're traveling at that time and when you celebrate when you get back because you were successful on your vacation or it was better than it was last year in terms of, but just making sure that you have small things to celebrate along the way. And time is really, really important because when I'm thinking of like, the CrossFit Open, for example, I think the reason people not just love the CrossFit Open so much, but CrossFit in general, is there's actually a lot of predetermined goals already set out for you. Like if you are a part of a CrossFit affiliate, chances are you want to participate in the CrossFit Open and it's set at the same time each Mm -hmm. year and you know you're going to be doing that each year. So all of that I guess that goal is already sort of created for you. Um, So it doesn't just need to be something like the Open. You can sign up for the Lululemon 10K that's in Toronto or the Reach the Beach event that's in um, Port Stanley. Like set yourself some sort of goal. Um, And it's cool if it's some sort of like fitness related goal as well. Mm -hmm. So yeah, just know your timeline to keep yourself feeling actively engaged Um, and focused and when you have these small goals along the way um, it might actually help you achieve your bigger goal sooner opposed to just you know looking six months ahead for those big goals and it feeling like it's going to take eternity for you to get there yep love it if you have a continuous goal decide how often you'll do it and when you'll start Um, beginning mindfully and and with the right tools or resources can take some preparation I'm Sorry, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, because this is, this is why I had this aha moment, a moment when you said achievement goals versus continuous goals. Mm-hmm. Um, I think achievement goals, the ones that have that distinct endpoint, people do really well with because mm-hmm. the end is in sight. And let's say, you know, your achievement goal is to run the Lulu 10K. At the end of the Lulu 10K, you know you achieved your goal because you did it. Whereas the continuous goals, I think this is where people usually fail a lot at so when we think about want to lose 10 pounds or um i want to have vegetables every single day since you're not continually reviewing that process or since there's no like end date in mind you'll fall off the wagon so i think that whole actually setting some sort of review date whether it be at the end of every month the beginning of every month um reviewing your progress over you know over the past whatever time duration that you've set is mm-hmm. so, so important. And if you have, um, you know, that big end goal, whether it be a weight loss goal, setting a few continuous goals is a really great thing along the way. So maybe it yeah. is drinking lemon water every morning or stretching three times a week or moving for half an hour every day. But having those continuous goals will keep you on track and progressing mm-hmm. towards that end goal. So if you have a big goal, maybe you pick one or two or three continuous goals and they might change weekly um, or monthly, but now this is where we're going to talk about setting a review date. And that's really important too, because we all know how fast time can go. Like how many people can say, Whoa, like we're in 2020. Where did 19 or 1919 go? (laughs) Where did 1919 go? Long time ago. (laughs) 
Like, how fast did 2019 go, right? How like, how fast did we go through 1919 <laughs> to 2020? My goodness. Um, so. If you don't set a time for yourself to check in with, you're going to forget about for it. Sure. It's yep. so, so important. Personally, I love to check in weekly, at, like say on a Sunday night. That's normally when I plan ahead, mm-hmm. look and see what I need to do, what went well, what didn't get done, whatever it is, and then move forward. So I'm going to give you guys um, a list of things that you can write down that can be part of your checklist if you choose to use them and just things to think about. So does this stretch you? Like, is it challenging? Is it challenging enough to motivate you? Or is it like, Matt, I can accomplish this next month if I want, so I'll just kind of hold mm-hmm. off? Are you clearly defining your goal? Is it clear or is it still broad? And you might need to define it more and more as you go along depending on your engagement and how, you know what you're being successful in at the moment. Mm-hmm. For your achievement goals, are you setting a completion date? And those can be adjusted too. As you go along, you need to be flexible with how things are going to be. Sometimes we set a goal we want to accomplish in three months and a month and a half in, we're like, okay, realistically, I'm not going to be able to do it in a month and a half. Let's mm-hmm. extend it a month. Or I think let's push it. Like I think I can accomplish this in four weeks. You know what I mean? So kind of evaluating um, that completion date. For continuous goals, are you stating how often and setting a start date? So your continuous goal could be dependent on is maybe it's once a week, maybe it's three times a week, Mm -hmm. maybe it's every day, but making sure that you know how often you need to do it and when you're going to start it. And I think setting that start date is important. And what everyone should take into consideration is stop looking at your calendar for the least busy week with the perfect day to start because something is going to come up. Like I would challenge everyone to start it when maybe you don't think it's the best time. Mm-hmm. because it's just stuff is going to come up throughout. It's never going to be easy. You're not going to have a clear six months in your schedule, a clear one month, three months, whatever it is to achieve it. Like just even if you can do one small thing, just start. Everyone I think is, you know, put stuff on hold, you know, to wait for that perfect time or until their vacation's over or till, you know, that party's over next weekend. But just make sure that you have a date and don't put it off too long. Cool. Okay. And now um, we're going to pause it in a moment here, but you are going to commit to one to three goals and you're going to choose what they are and they must be realistic and maintainable. And I think that's really important. Um, It doesn't, realistic can also be um, stretched. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't have to be like, oh, well, this isn't real. Maybe it's not realistic for you right now, but you want to make it realistic in the future. So Make sure it is something that is going to stretch you, put you out of your comfort zone, but... It's attainable. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So just to review, you guys are going to create a checklist below and write down, does this stretch you? Are you clearly defining your goal? For achievement goals, are you setting a completion date? So remember the achievement goals are the one with a distinct endpoint. And then for continuous goals, are you starting... Or sorry, are you stating how often and are you setting a start date? So take a few minutes, write that down, and then join us back again. All right, and we're back. And of course, we have another bumper bom- sticker. <laughs> another bomb bumper sticker from Brooklyn. <laughs> Discipline is a bridge between goals and accomplishments. Get it tattooed on your chest. Isn't do that right, Isaac? That's it. Yep. Discipline is very important. All about it. Okay. So step five is getting started. This is an activity. What first steps will you take towards reaching your goals? If your goal is, for example, to start moving more, maybe it is to wake up 15 minutes earlier a day. 
Um, so Isaac, what are some things that you need to implement for you to eat more veggies? What are some things you need to put you on the spot here? (laughs) Thanks for giving me a heads up. I was just staying nice and quiet over here, minding my own business. Keeping you on your toes. Okay. So what are some things that I have implemented to eat more vegetables? Yeah, like are you doing a food prep? Are you writing out a plan? Yeah. So um, it's actually funny. So when we think of this 15 minutes earlier, one thing that I am doing isn't necessarily to wake up 15 minutes earlier, but is to, um, if I'm going to work at one rather than leaving or getting ready to leave at 1230, I'll get ready to leave at 12.20. That gives me about 10 minutes to cut up all my vegetables, put them in a reusable Tupperware container. Um, and that amount of vegetables in that container is the amount that I need to eat throughout the day. So um, yes, food prepping my vegetables is really important. And then even just food prepping when I go to the grocery store to ensure I actually buy all the vegetables that Caitlin and I need for the week. Do you prep yours like on a Sunday or do you do that daily? I do it daily just yeah. because um, I mainly do raw vegetables. No, like not for any sort of <laughs> health or nutritious reason. So I'm sure some of you have seen Isaac. He eats a red pepper like he eats an apple. Yeah, it's the best. It's, it's so apple. good. Uh, it's mainly because I love crunch and mm. it's just, it's easier for me. So there there will be some days where I'll prep maybe three days of veggies. Um, and then if I'm making meals, like I don't even include the vegetables that I cook to be vegetables in my day. Mm. Yeah, I'm going hardcore. Yeah, yeah, it is hardcore. Yeah. So you're getting lots of veggies. Yes. Did that answer the question? Was that right? Did I nail yeah, it? I just wanted to know like one, oh, okay. something that you're doing just to make sure that you're setting yourself up for success to I eat love, those veggies. I love that you care. I do. Good. Mm-hmm. So this next activity, and actually this is what I like the most because I feel like this is the biggest obstacle in people achieving their goals and no one really thinks about these things. It's like, what are we going to do? What do we want to accomplish? What are we going to celebrate? But what are some things that are going to stop you from achieving your goals? What is going to stop you from, you know, doing all those things you need to do on a daily basis? Like if you wake up one day and you're grumpy, wake up on the wrong side of the bed, if you have a busy day at work, what are some things that you know might come up that might stop you from ticking things off your checklist to get some things done? So take a few minutes and write down some things that might contribute to a hard day because we need to be prepared for those kind of days. I always tell people like, you know, you set a goal, you need to be prepared to have a bad day or a bad weekend or a rough week Mm -hmm. because it's not just going to be smooth sailing. So when you can somewhat predict things that are going to happen, you can make a game plan to overcome them. So if it's a busy day, you can be like, yep, I wrote down when I have a busy day and I don't want to do it. You're going to have an action plan. Hope for the best plan for the worst. That's right www.brooksbumperstickers.com <laughs> <laughs> but no I think that's what it's going to come down to not to like take away the answer but I think planning is going to be the key mm-hmm. like if we look at my example of maybe not being able to eat the vegetables that I need to eat it would be because I didn't plan and like actually cut up all the veggies ahead of time um, so I think planning is a key for this mm-hmm. one like if you were to sleep in like if I like you had a nap and you woke up at 12 30 and you had to leave and you weren't going to be able to cut your veggies then I'm done so would you just quit the day? No. Or would you just be like, okay, well, I'm going to eat some more veggies when I get home from work or I'm going to stop quickly and pick up some chopped veggies from a store. Yeah. Right? Like having a game plan for those days that you're running late or you forget or you didn't have enough veggies or whatnot. And it goes back to what you always say, progress over perfection. Mm-hmm. So it's if I do, maybe I do mess up, mess up that entire day. It's not like I've failed my goal. 
it's more of like, okay, I need to pick up and make sure that this doesn't happen again. So reflecting on the day to figure out, well, why did I fail? Where did I fall short? What can I do next time to ensure this doesn't happen again? Yeah. And instead of throwing the whole day away and being like, screw it, like what's one thing that you can do? Because something is always better than nothing. And I think this is where a lot of people get into the trap of the all or nothing mindset. It's like, well, I miss that check in the box. Might as well order a pizza tonight. Like that's not necessary. Okay. Right. So you guys are going to once again, pause the podcast and just to go back and review what you guys are going to do for this activity is what first steps will you take toward reaching your goals? If your goal was to start moving more, it may be to just wake up 15 minutes earlier, three days a week to stretch. Uh, And the other one would be what might stop you from achieving your goals. This includes factors like time, money, knowledge, and other life commitments and what you will do or learn um, from those things that may stop you to ensure that it doesn't happen again in the future. So pause and we will talk to you again shortly. All right, we are back and we're going into a reflection. So what we want you to think about now is what do you deeply desire about this goal? So what is bigger than all the things that may stop you that will keep you in pursuit of your goal? So this is your why. And like I've said before, it needs to be strong. So this is where people really need to get into the feeling and what it is that they want to feel from achieving their goal. So take a few minutes and write down what drives you. So you guys are going to pause the podcast and uh, once again, we will chat with you shortly. Okay. And we're back with another Brooklyn bumper sticker, which is without dreams and goals, there is no living only merely existing. And that is not why we are here. A little intense. Not going to lie. <laughs> I didn't actually make that one up. No, that's Mark Twain. Yeah. Right. I don't yeah. Wanna, yeah. But you know what? It, it is a little intense. Yeah, but... Mark, Mark knew a thing or two. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Okay, so we are on step six. Step six. Sticking with it, this is an activity about being accountable to yourself. Make time to see if you're on track with your goals. This should be done weekly, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, just to check in to see how you're doing, how you're feeling about your goals. Are you still passionate about them? If you're not making progress, what has stopped you? So thinking of it as like a week in review, looking back, what went well, what didn't? Are you still motivated? Um, and then moving forward, changing the plan if need to, adjusting. Um, so right now would be the time to be to write down. I will review my progress on. And maybe you don't want to do it weekly. Maybe you know you can be consistent with things and you need to check in every the start of each month or the end of each month or every third Sunday, whatever it is for you. But you need to have something written down, put a reminder in your phone so that it's going to go off because you're not going to remember the exact date three weeks or four weeks down the road. Mm-hmm. Okay, so um, just to recap, I said this this earlier, but something to keep in mind when you're setting the plan and doing your check-ins is to be firm with your goal, but flexible in the path that gets you there. So don't be afraid to adjust because we don't always know the best plan for these things when we start off the bat. Yeah. Same with goes with for like nutrition. Like you need to evaluate as you go along. So if you've been doing something for two weeks and you don't feel successful or you don't feel like you're pushing forward or moving forward, reevaluate. There's nothing wrong with that. I think that's actually like a really you know, strong point for you to recognize and be like, this isn't working for me. And it's not necessarily, it's never normally that people fail or you're not meant to achieve something. It's that the plan wasn't right for you. That's right. So maybe you just need to shuffle some things around. Um, but yeah, so be flexible in the path that you're going to get there and be okay with accommodating to your current circumstance or lifestyle or whatever to change. Cool. So <clears throat> activity B is being accountable to others. Um, I think a lot of people 
are more successful when they're accountable to others. It's like coming to a class, right? Like people like to come because they're accountable to be there and there's other people there cheering them on. They know that they've signed up for the class. So having, unless you know you you can be very accountable to yourself, but sometimes people like to have someone else checking in on them. Accountability is a huge, huge piece in people being successful. So that can look different for different people. So maybe it's signing up for classes. Maybe it's... um, mindfully telling, you know, chosen friends or family mm-hmm. about your goal, telling a mentor, maybe you're posting it on social media and that's going to hold you, um, to your goals and your actions or whatever it is for you, but finding out where you need to be accountable and what's the best and strongest choice for you. Is it, if you know that being accountable to yourself isn't the best cause you can easily write yourself off or negotiate with your goals or your timeline and be like, well, whatever, I'll do it another time. Tell someone that's going to hold you to it. Cool. Okay. So we are going to pause again, but just to review, uh, there's two activities, A and B. For A, what we want you to do is ensure you're being accountable to yourself. And the way that you're going to do that is actually set a review day for your goals, whether it's continuous um, or what was the other one? Continuous or achievement. Achievement. Yeah. Okay. So whether if it's a continuous or achievement goal, we want you to set your review date once again it could be weekly it could be bi-weekly once a month whatever works best for you that is activity a activity b we want you to start thinking about who are some people that you can be accountable to so um, who are you going to share your goal with is it going to be a close friend maybe a family member a mentor are you going to post it on social media Uh, start having a think about where you're going to hold yourself accountable externally Okay, and we're back. So that will be the last time we have to pause the podcast. Now we're pretty much just going to go into some recaps and some final thoughts on some bits. Um, but we couldn't let you <laughs> couldn't let you go without another, you know, knowledge Brooklyn bomb, which is declare it, share it, achieve it. It might be a Lulu, uh, a Lulu quote, but yeah, maybe. If not, we can just take. We'll give it to Brooke. <laughs> Okay, so what's next, Brooke? Okay, we're going to talk about a lead versus a leg measure. Um, Some of this stuff is review, but I'm going to go over what all of it is. So this is something you can turn to and review when you feel like you need to evaluate things. So whenever you have that check and set up, um, what have you been focusing on most? Do you have a plan? Have your feelings and values changed? Are you concentrating on the wrong things? What are you doing to move forward, etc.? So the lead measure is the action. So what are you doing daily, weekly, monthly to stay on track, review and evaluate? What are small steps you're taking to achieve your big goal? And how are you overcoming those hard days, the days that you aren't motivated, the days that you want to quit and the unplanned obstacles that come up? So the lead measure, again, is the actions that you are taking to achieve that goal. And the leg measure is the outcome. So you want to check in on that outcome. Is it clear? Is it realistic? Does it spark joy and excitement? Talk about the feelings, get into those feelings, that why. Um, In order to have the outcome, you must put focus on the lead measure. The actions are going to take you to that outcome. Okay. So the way we feel that you can create um, solid goals is by those six steps. And once again, this is a podcast that you guys can go back and listen to as many times as you'd like. All the steps and activities are in it. To give you a quick overview, step one would be identifying your values. So that's the think of three people that you most admire. Step two is visualizing your best life. Um, Step 
three is setting your priorities. So identifying one to three areas of, you know, maybe your health and wellness that are most important to you. Step four is actually getting down to the, the nitty gritty and writing down your goal. So remember the two types of goals, achievement goals, which uh, end on a specific date and continuous goals, which are ongoing activities or behaviors. Then we have step five, which is getting started. So what steps will you take towards achieving your goals? Uh, what might stop you from achieving your goals? And finally, step six is sticking with it. So what are you going to do to ensure you're actually following through with all these things? So um, mm. feel free to go back and listen to this podcast as many times as you'd like. If you have any questions or need some clarification, of course, we're always here to answer those questions. Mm -hmm. um, but I believe Brooke does have some final thoughts that she wants to share with you guys. I do. Um, the first one is something that I call the wellness style. And if you're my client, I have probably talked to you about this before. So I want you to envision a dial that goes from one to 10. I might have, did I talk to you about this on a know. previous podcast? I don't know if you did. I might have. It's, okay. it's not ringing a bell. Okay. I talk about it so much. Maybe that I forget <laughs> when I talk about it. Okay. So your wellness dial on a one to 10, a 10 is your perfect day. Okay. Maybe you have that meal prepped on you. have drank all your water. You've had your workout. Everything just goes great. You're crushing it. One is those days where you wake up unmotivated, tired, lazy, whatever it is, you don't want to do anything. So I always say to keep that dial between one and 10 and never let it fall off. And that you are not going to function on a 10, even an eight to 10 daily. Be okay with functioning at a five and having that dial at five. Be okay with being at a one and knowing what your minimum is. So maybe on a one, the only thing on your list that day is to drink your water. That's better than just deciding not to drink water and, you know, drinking five coffees and a couple Cokes, right? Like, even though you might not be performing at your best, if that is your best that day, it's better than nothing. So avoiding saying, screw it, I can't do this today. I'm not doing anything. I don't have time for an hour workout. I might as well not do anything. You know, go do a plank at a commercial. I don't know, anything, right? Like doing something. So always keeping it between one and 10. Um, have constant reminders. Maybe it's sticky notes. Maybe it's a vision board. Maybe it's reminders on your phone, a background on your phone, whatever it may be, but have stuff that's going to remind you of your goals and your whys. Be willing to make sacrifices. So this is something that's important if you have a goal to achieve. If you don't really have to make sacrifices, it's probably not big enough of a goal. Mm -hmm. yep. And that might be saying no to social events. That might be getting up extra early and not being able to sleep in as much if you need to like tackle the day or get that workout in or, you know, do that food prep. But you have to be willing to make sacrifices. Yeah. Everybody, if, everybody wants to be fit until they realize how much work goes into being fit. Yep. And the more you make sacrifices, you know, the easier it gets. And then it just starts to become your norm. Um, stay present and learn to enjoy the journey. You know, don't always look ahead and think about how hard it is and, you know, just try to enjoy the process. I know that sometimes it's easier said than done, but when you have those constant reminders, it will be easier to enjoy the process. Mm -hmm. And on the hard days, focus not on what is happening to you, but what will happen for you when you stay on course. So on those hard days, it's very easy to be like, oh, I'm so tired. Everything went wrong. I don't want to do this. But instead of focusing on that, think about after I go for a walk, I know I'm going to feel good. After I eat this healthy meal, I know I'm going to be happy. I know I'm going to be satisfied. So instead of focusing on the downers at the moment, focus on the positives, how you're going to feel afterwards. Because I think a lot of time we can get caught up in everything that's going wrong or that went off that day, opposed to thinking on how we're going to feel once we accomplish what we set out to do that day. I love it. 
so, you know, we are a health and wellness podcast. Um, and this might be something that uh, a lot of our listeners wanted to hear, which is so many of the people listening to this podcast probably have some sort of fitness and nutrition goal. Um, what are, you know, what are some ways um, for us to set realistic fitness or nutrition goals? And this is just something I thought you and I can kind of do mm -hmm. off the cuff. So one thing that we see too much, and we actually alluded to it throughout this entire podcast, which is you want to create a stretch goal, but you don't want it to be completely unattainable. So for me in the vegetables thing, it's not like I'm saying I want to have 50 servings of vegetables for every single meal um, or for nutrition. Maybe I went from having the worst nutrition to like all of a sudden I want to go on this juice cleanse. You need to do something that you can commit to long term and it's okay to have baby steps. Mm -hmm. So if we have a six month goal or a one year goal, maybe the first month is going to be just eating off of a clear, simple food list and it gets more progressive and more intense as we go on. Yeah, I really like that. And it's something called like a continuum scale. So for example, if someone for breakfast is eating Fruit Loops and a bagel with cream cheese and a hot chocolate. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe you're not going to jump to egg whites and veggies, but maybe you're going to go to, um, you know, whole grain toast and a, you know, a healthier cereal and, um, I don't know, orange juice mm -hmm. or something. And then from there, you're going to go to granola and some plain yogurt and fruit and then you're going to, you know what I mean? It's continuously, it's moving the marker a little bit each time because most people, it's like cutting something out cold turkey. It's not doable or it is for a couple of days and then you're going to revert back. Yep. So just thinking about taking a small step and then improving on it, opposed to doing the drastic change and only being able to maintain it for a day or a week mm -hmm. and then realizing it was never realistic yeah. from the get go because it gets easier. So just working on that scale of continuing to progress a little bit more each yeah. time. So your macro goal could be to be at such and such a weight or eat such and such a way, but you could have micro goals within that macro goal, which are, all right, for three months, this is going to be my meal plan. For the next three months, it's going to be this. For the next three months, it's going to be this, so on and so forth. Mm -hmm. Same goes for fitness. The reason that most people fail at fitness is they're super excited, and we see this all the time. Um, we really try to limit our members to only doing about three classes per week. Reason being, one is from a safety standpoint, but the other is most people come out of the gate super hot and they're excited because this is a new experience. Our classes are fun. Our coaches are amazing. So they want to be here 80 times in a week, but then they become destroyed. Their body is so sore. Burnt um, out. Yeah, they're burnt out that we don't see them again. So even though it's something you want to do a lot of, baby steps. Maybe it's just going for a 20-minute walk every day. Um, and then maybe it's doing one or two classes at a local gym. And then you can start to wake up, work, work up your way up to three and doing some additional accessory work on your own. Mm -hmm. So um, Rome wasn't built in a day. You don't need to either, right? And proving that you can be consistent with the little yes. things first. You yes. know, we all want to jump to that big thing. We all want to be like, yeah, I can do this and this and that. But prove to yourself that you can be consistent with something and then build on it. Yes. Consistency is the keys to the castle in terms of success with any sort of health and fitness and nutrition um, goal that you have in place. Mm -hmm. So the last thing I will say is, um, you know, all these things when it comes to health and nutrition, there are 
you know, it's definitely something that you can do on your own. When we talk about progressive fitness plans or progressive nutrition plans, that's always something that we can help you out with as well. So if you do have, you know, more questions on how you can create a longer term nutrition or fitness plan, don't hesitate to reach out to us. If you're an existing member, please just shoot us a text message or a message, you know, that we're very easily uh, reachable. And if you're not a member, send us an email, message us on Instagram, Facebook, um, whatever you got to do. If you want to pop by and say hi, you can do that as well. Um, we love helping people reach their goals. It's kind of what makes us get up in the morning. Mm -hmm. Cool. We love it. We love it. Um, all right. Is there anything else on goals that you feel like we need to bring up? Well, I think that's good. I think we covered a lot. Hopefully we are able to help guide people to feel feeling confident and achieving what they want. Love it. And we're here for them. I mean, we can probably talk for another hour, but you got to get for your hair sure. did. I know. I got to go get my hair did. I got to go. You got to go. Got to go. Got to go. Okay, guys. Well, thank you so much for tuning in. Thanks, everyone. Once again, if you have any topics that you'd love for us to cover, don't, uh, don't hesitate to let us know. We're here for you. So we look forward to spreading joy. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Would you like to spread joy? <laughs> <laughs> oh boy if you found this podcast useful uh feel free to share it with your friends um if you'd like to subscribe we're gonna have a bunch of new content coming out this year that we're really excited for so um look forward to having you guys as listeners and we'll touch base soon bye love for you now. bye, -bye. <laughs> love you <laughs>